We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the show. It is, it's, it's IB Nation Sports Talk, or at least that's what the thing says there on the screen, but it's a little bit different version of the show tonight for uh, just maybe like a handful of times in the last year since, since I've been working with the big guy, the big guy and I, Brian Driscoll, here together once again. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And it's our first recruiting show together, Sean. So it is. And, and of course, we were just going to get together and talk about the uh, the Logan Thomas pending decision, who's going to be deciding tonight between Oklahoma and Georgia, Texas Tech, and uh, Arizona. But then, of course, we have the Owen Wafel decommitment. We got Justin Scott dropping his top five, so we have a lot more to talk about tonight than just that. We do, we do, as fate would have it. So. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We got a few minutes here. What we got 10, 10, 11 minutes or so before uh, the Logan Thomas announcement. So Owen Wafel kind of started the day, unfortunately, with his decommitment from Notre Dame. And I know you wrote some stuff about it on the Champions Lounge earlier today. Maybe uh, maybe start by expanding on that a little bit, if you would. Yeah, so basically what happened was I, I got a heads up this morning that this is something that we were going to expect to happen. I don't think it was expected to happen as quickly as it did. Uh, but then, of course, a couple hours later, Owen puts out on Twitter that he is pursuing, you know, keeping a, his options open and, uh, you know, and, and is looking into to maybe going somewhere else. And so, you know, we, we got some intel this morning. I did a little bit of digging, tried to reach out to folks on Owen's side, you know, other schools and things like that. And basically what it comes down to is this. It sounds like Notre Dame with where they are defensive line recruiting right now, Sean, just felt like there were better guys on the board. And Notre Dame was was looking for ways to maybe figure out a way to part with Owen a little bit, right? And then so then you get into a situation where, he then comes to them and says, hey, I'm contemplating taking a visit to Michigan. Well, Notre Dame doesn't allow that from committed players. You can't take official visits other places. That We saw this with Keon last year. It's just not something that they they allow to happen. So they told him, um, hey, look, you know, if you take this visit, your, your scholarship is revoked and, and, and you know, we're going to move on. And so basically what happened was is the Notre Dame staff had to find a way to figure out how to get Owen out of the class and then he presented them with an option when he said he wanted to visit. But basically, there's guys on the board that Notre Dame liked better, uh, guys that they felt were were better fit schematically to Notre Dame. And when that pres- option presented himself, they decided to go in a different direction. It's not something that I'm necessarily in love with, Sean. I don't I don't love what they did. I, I, the big thing for me, Sean, especially is this is a kid that's been committed to you for over a year. Like right. you took his commitment at a time when I thought. I said at the time, it's too early. You shouldn't have taken this commitment this early. I didn't love his sophomore film. His junior film was much better. So the head scratcher for me is, why would you take his commitment when he was a bit of a questionable prospect, but then back out of it after a great junior year when other big schools are kind of coming after him? That's the thing He's that didn't make a bigger sense prospect. to me. Yeah. yeah, it didn't make a lot of sense to me. And so when you look at it, it's like some of the they, they want somebody – that's more of a pure nose. And I'm like, well, I think this kid can play nose pretty well. He's already bigger than Howard Cross is, you know I mean? And, and he's, you know, he's, he's very athletic player, but that's the direction they they had. I, I think for me, it's twofold. It's, I don't love the idea of backing out of a committed player. We, we talked about it when it happened with Sean Cedric Irvin last year. I didn't like it. I didn't think Cedric Irvin deserved that, but I understood it because it was a new staff, it, the, the head coach and the, the position coach that recruited Cedric were not at Notre Dame anymore. So you could say, okay, I can live with it. You don't want to get into the habit of saying, okay, you can commit to us, be committed for a year, but if we find somebody we like better, we're going to make a move. I just don't know if that – and people say, well, you know, kids do this to them. Okay, so because they do it, it's now okay for Notre Dame to do it. It's just – it's not something I necessarily agree with. But 
then Owen presents them with that opportunity to say, Hey, I want to go look at Michigan. And now you have your out and you're able to get out of it with less, less and in a less messy fashion, in my opinion. Did he know that this was in the works before he decided I, he wanted to visit Michigan? That, that I don't know that I'm not sure of, uh, you know, to me, it's to me, there, 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 there's a, there's a lot of dots you have to connect, right? Mm -hmm. I have my opinion of it, Sean, but what I want to do here is kind of keep this to the things that we know to be true, right? What I know to be true is Notre Dame wanted to move on. He said he wanted to visit Michigan. They said, okay, cool, do that, but you got to decommit first. And he did. And they are focused on other players. So that's just kind of what I know. You, you look at some of the things and, and you say, okay, well, they were recruiting Sean Seviano, even though they had a commitment from Owen Wafel, and they kind of recruit play the same position. And, you know, was the writing on the wall for him? And he saw that and was like, you know, I better, I better protect myself. Did he feel that he wasn't being recruited as heavily? Wasn't the priority he was before? Those are all valid questions. I have some some thoughts on that, but as far as what I know, I don't know that they did anything to necessarily make him feel he they didn't want him anymore. That's something we're still trying to figure out, and that's something really only Owen can answer, and he's the one person we haven't been able to speak with yet on this. And yeah. so that's why I'm hesitant to say too much about that that specific part of it. Yeah, you're just like you said to to allow a kid to commit that early and essentially use him as an insurance policy until the next best thing comes around. That's it's, I, I don't think that that's a good trend to be right to be setting. Yeah. When you're on the recruiting tariff. It's especially an area like Northern Jersey. I mean, that's just not an area you want to alienate yourself mm-hmm. with high school coaches. And and that's why I say it, it, they, they, they do benefit a little bit from the fact that he did ask to go on this visit because it does allow Notre Dame to sort of, because technically, from what I understand, Notre Dame did not tell him, you're gone, we don't want you anymore. Once this presented themselves, it, it gave them that out, and they could say, hey, look, here's the deal. Um, you can take that visit. The scholarship is gone, and we already know who we're going to replace you with, basically. Mm-hmm. That's a little different than just calling a kid out of the blue and saying, hey, there's no room for you. So they were able to kind of save face a little bit with that, Sean. I think that benefited Notre Dame a little bit when you look at at making this decision. Now, at this point, I don't agree with the decision from a football standpoint. I mean, I, I like I like Owen Wafel quite a bit. He's my number two player in the class. I graded him as a top 50 caliber player. I'm not as high on Sean Saviano as a player. Uh, I'm not. He's, he's bigger. He's thicker. He is a pure nose. I mean, the things that they like him for, he is those things. I just think it's a big drop off as a player, in my opinion. And that's a bit of a question mark for me. It does seem to be that Notre Dame is is focusing on more of a pure nose tackle in this is moving forward, Sean. Because now you you look right. at if they're if they're able to get Sean Saviano, who I would imagine you think spells his name correctly of all the ways you can spell Sean. <laughs> That's um, right. It's like Brian's with Y. You know, I love that. But he he is more of a he's a pure nose. Davion Dixon, who's the only commit in the 2000 and 2025 class, is a pure nose. The six one and a half, six two, sawed off, big, thick, three hundred plus pound guy. They've now, you know, if if they're able to get this kid in the class, and 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 there's certainly trending in a good direction there, certainly. Uh, but if they're able to get him into the class, you're now in a situation where you're going to add two pure noses in a row. So I think the people that have been saying that Notre Dame needs more beef are should certainly be happy with this move because this kid's thicker and 
And of course, with Davion Dixon too, uh, they would be able to add two pure noses in a row if they're able to, to get this one done with Seviano. Now the question is, is, okay, what do you do about three technique? Well, the way that Notre Dame looks at it is Wafel's not a guy that they, they necessarily wanted. They didn't want to take both of those kids. It's now Justin Scott or they move on. And I think there's a, a thought that you know Bryce Young could maybe follow in his dad's path where he's going to keep getting bigger and filling out and move inside like his dad did. There's also the chance at least two of last year's ends, whether it be Bubakar Traore, whether it be Brendan Vernon, whether it be Armel Mukum, could also move inside. And I think we talked about this in a show recently where it seems to me that Notre Dame is taking big safeties and turning them into linebackers, taking linebackers, turning them into def- defensive ends and taking – you know, defensive ends and trying to, you know, big defensive ends and growing them into defensive tackles in an attempt to get a little bit more athletic on defense. Mm-hmm. Very similar to what you, Lou Holtz used to do. Right. If you remember Sean back in the day. But, uh, you know, I think that's kind of the way that they would look at it is if you can get Justin Scott, great, but they'd rather convert a big, long athletic end into an interior guy than take a second pure interior guy like Owen Wafel in this class is, I think, the way that they look at it. Yeah, and it's I think that athleticism when you when you look at sort of the way they're recruiting the defense, getting more athleticism across the board is definitely a priority for this staff. You know, just when you look at how things have have shaped up in the in the short amount of time that that Marcus Freeman's been heading things up. Yeah, more athletic and longer. I think that's where yeah. they're looking for, with the exception of the nose position, which you know, again, you don't need necessarily need legs. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, they're, they're more looking for more looking for stoutness, but everywhere else it's length, 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 and, 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 uh, and, and getting faster and more athletic. So what, whatever you think of the, you know, and somebody made a great point on this on the board recently, Sean, um, it's, it's a situation where you can question some of the decisions that they've, you know, Teddy Rezac and Bodie Cahoon and Kennedy Erlacher and some of the guys that they've taken in this class you say, hey, I'm not as high on this guy as the staff is. Some people are, some people aren't. Some of them I like, Cole Mullen. Some of them I like, some of them I, I share some concerns. The one thing that, that just about every kid they're going after has is length and speed. And like Teddy Rezac, I don't know what kind of player he's going to turn into, but you know what? He's six three and a half with really long arms, and he's been he's been documented to run a high four four to a low four five. You know, and and uh, Notre Dame got a chance to see him work out and loved what they saw and they're t- that's what they're doing they're taking chances on length and speed whereas in the past Notre Dame would take chances on maybe the smaller undersized guys that were more natural football players mm-hmm. but were never going to get to the ceilings because they were just 6'1 220 pound linebackers sawed off guys you know, yeah 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 and so I think that's something that speaking as a sawed off guy myself right, <laughs> right. well we weren't on scholarship no day. that's exactly right <laughs> might have been able to under Brian Kelly who knows that's right. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of where it's at <laughs> with, with that. So that's that's kind of that's kind of where things stand when it comes to the own wayful decision, Sean. Is you know, I don't I don't necessarily agree with the decision from a football standpoint. I don't love the fact that they were going to move on from him, but at the same time, it, it's not as big of a black eye to them now as it would have been when you look at the fact that the kid brought up visiting. I'm I'm curious to see what more we're gonna learn about this. But the fact is, is the staff, it, it is what it is. They've, the s- decisions have been made, and they're going to move forward uh, with other defensive linemen on the board. And we'll see how it all shapes up. All I know is Michigan is really pushing hard for the kid. 
And at this point in time, you know, the, the, the team that's been to back-to-back playoff games, a uh, defensive line coach, I think most people in this chat uh, have a lot of faith in from a development and a evaluation standpoint, who's now at Michigan, they like the kid and uh, Owen Wafel, and they're going in a direction. So we'll, we'll, we'll see who ends up being right down the road. But I, I will say the only thing that the only thing that I will say that I feel uh, is a good takeaway from it is they're at least sticking to their convictions, right? I mean, that's the thing is they made their evaluation and they're sticking with it. Yeah. Um, you know, come hell or high water, this is the, this is who they think is the better player. This is the guy that they think gives them the better chance to go out there and, you know, be, be a, an elite defense and they're going with it and we'll find out if they're right or not. And that that's what we don't know. Cause I could say right now, I think it's a stupid decision. I, I Owen Wafel is a better player than this kid, flat out a better player than this kid. Well, in three years, that may not be true. And it looks back. Wow. Whew, smart decision. Notre Dame. That's why you get make the big bucks. Right. We'll see. But that's what they're banking on. Sean is they're banking on their evaluations here. And that's, you know, that's what they have to do. Obviously they've, they've got to make those evaluations every time that, that they look at a kid. It's interesting. The timing of this, I, I don't know if you saw any of the Brent Venables Q and a that he did on mm-hmm. his whole, you know, with the athletic about his whole approach, you know, about once you have a commitment, there are no more, you know, the visits He's stop so after full you make of crap. And then he, yeah, then he justified the Peyton Bowen thing by saying, well, he obviously wasn't committed, so he wanted to go make a visit. Right. So I'm perfectly fine going He's after him. He's so full of crap. I can't you can stand coaches like that. Do as I say and not as I do. I, mean, I can't stand coaches like that. You know what? Like, here's where I'll give Notre Dame respect. They were willing to t- willing to tell Keon Keeley, "Sorry, this is our rule. You knew it. You got to decommit before you take visits." With a stud five star that they absolutely wanted, so they treated Keon Keeley the same way they treated Owen Wafel in that regard. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.